Welcome to Unsupervised Learning, a security and tech-focused podcast that looks at the ideas, patterns, and models that help you thrive in a changing world. All right, welcome to episode 368. This is Daniel Meisler, starting off with security. The U.S. shot down a Chinese spy balloon. They gathered the debris from the water it fell into, and it's currently being studied. China said it was a weather balloon and that there was nothing to worry about, but they also said they've never waged cyber operations against the U.S. So we know how much to believe that. As a non-expert, I also have a question on the cameras. How much better is a balloon at 60,000 feet than a quality satellite? Like, why even take the risk of flying over a competitor's country? Doesn't make sense to me. Must be some kind of major advantage because it is a lot closer than, I guess, orbit. But, uh, yeah, I thought the satellites were really good. Maybe they don't have the quality satellites that we do, and maybe that's the reason. Ankara has officially admitted after multiple denials that its encrypted cameras weren't always encrypted, and they promised to improve. For me, it's this simple. Yufi is Ankara, and Ankara is a Chinese company, so I won't be using their stuff for anything security-related. And that's nothing against Chinese people. It's the Chinese CCP that I'm most concerned about. Tallahassee Memorial Healthcare, which serves a 21-county area of North Florida and South Georgia, is diverting patients and canceling non-emergency surgeries after a ransomware attack. Microsoft says the Iranian cyber group Neptunium, or Eminet, is responsible for stealing the user database for Charlie Hebdo. Stolen data, which includes names, phone numbers, and addresses, quote, could put the magazine subscribers at risk of online or physical targeting by extremist organizations, said Clint Watts, general manager of DTAC. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm concerned about here as well, because Charlie Hebdo was attacked and actually had journalists killed for drawing cartoons of Muhammad. So if you have this subscriber base of people who subscribe to that magazine, that could be bad. Switzerland's largest university website was knocked offline as part of a cluster of cyber attacks against German-speaking universities. The campaign has been going on for a number of weeks, and university representatives say that the attackers have been acting, quote, in a very professional manner. Kind of sounds like they're saying it was an APT, therefore unavoidable. But whatever, that might actually be true. Sony has moved 90% of its camera production to Thailand. So many companies are untethering from China. I am happy to see it. I'm also happy to see, hopefully, China learn this lesson. Hopefully, CCP is changed or taken down or modified or replaced or whatever. And we can get back to uh, trying to build something together with China, as opposed to being these fierce competitors. They've just made a bed that they are unable to sleep in. The whole world is basically waking up to the fact that they are bullies and they are treating everyone around them poorly. They're hacking everyone. They're stealing everything. It's just really, really bad news under the leadership of CCP. And I feel for them because they're doing this based on trauma. They're doing this because of the 100-year humiliation. And this is a massive overcompensation for that. But this is not the way to go about it. This is not the way to become a world power. You can't be a world power. And just treat everyone poorly. They will close their doors to you. And that's exactly what's happening. We got the chip wars, which they are losing. 
We have people pulling out their production, their manufacturing from the country. Got Apple leaving, got Sony pulling 90% of camera production. I mean, this is, this is the direct result of them treating people the way they do. Got a new security tool here called Capital. It's a vulnerable API for testing your API testing tools and skill sets. And it's built by checkmarks. It's actually been very few vulnerable APIs over the years. So it's good to see somebody make a new one and a modern one. This one looks pretty impressive. Next tool here, G-Bounty, a CLI-based web security scanner written in Go. This is a paid offering, but it's only $99 a year. I am definitely going to be messing with this one. It's called G-Bounty. And a couple of bugs. OpenSSH has released a patch for a bunch of vulnerabilities. And QNAP has released updates for multiple critical RCEs. Technology. ChatGPT has set the record for the fastest growing user base in history. They hit 100 million users in just two months. And just for a piece of scale there, TikTok took nine months to do the same thing. So over four times faster than TikTok. That is incredible growth. And by the way, Instagram took two and a half years to get to that level. And meanwhile, Meta's head of AI continues to whinge about how ChatGPT isn't really that special. Quite sad to watch. OpenAI has released ChatGPT Plus, which is a paid version of ChatGPT that offers one, access during peak times, two, faster response times, and three, priority access to new features and improvements, and it costs $20 a month. They could have easily charged 100 I think, and still had a ton of users. But yeah, 20 bucks is pretty nice. Hopefully they'll have more tiering soon with like lots of different features and different SLAs. Nice place to start at 20 bucks. Meanwhile, it looks like Google will unveil its very rushed competitor to ChatGPT on Wednesday the 8th at 1230 PST. This will have been the immediate product of their recent Code Red within the company, basically saying we need to respond to OpenAI or face extinction. And really hot off the press, this is not even in the newsletter. OpenAI and Microsoft are doing a joint press conference. It's actually Microsoft's press conference. They're doing that tomorrow morning. So Tuesday morning to go in front of the Google one. And it looks like everyone is saying they're going to announce the chat GPT integration, or at least the GPT integration with Bing. So <laughs> Google basically said, all right, we are launching extremely fast. It's going to be on Wednesday. And Microsoft decided to beat them to it on Tuesday. That is just sad times for Google. But I honestly can't wait to see the Microsoft one with OpenAI tomorrow morning. It's going to be the first Microsoft event I've been excited about since, honestly, 1999, when I like drove down to Tallahassee to do like some kind of, uh, I think it was a Windows Server release. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Maybe Windows Server 2000. Must have been. But, uh, yeah, I can't wait to watch this thing. I'm going to watch this thing like an Apple event. It's going to be a major, major event for me, watching this uh, GPT-based search engine. Can't wait to see what they've done with it. And that is Tuesday, tomorrow, at uh, sometime in the morning. Someone built a GPT application that consumes books and lets you interview the content. The one they did it on was called Modern Principles Microeconomics. 
but you can also talk to other books. That's what he calls it, talking to other books. And this is a, one of the most exciting hurdles to the next level of AI, basically the ability to add custom knowledge. So really excited about this. Going to be playing with it more. Someone created a tool called DetectGPT that detects text created with ChatGPT. Unfortunately, it's only partially effective. I heard somebody actually ran it and against a bunch of Shakespeare and it came back as AI generated. So I also saw somebody say it was only like 28% effective or something, whatever. It was a good attempt and I didn't make the thing. This guy did. So hats off to you. Twitter looks to be serious about building a payments platform, which I welcome. I don't like the PayPal and Venmo experiences and not everybody has an Apple device. So you can't use just texting money with uh, Apple pay. So I wish that were the case. I wish, you know, more people have Apple devices and that was universal to just text money because guess what? Everyone uses text. So with uh, Musk's PayPal background and his focus on simplicity, I'm hoping he can make something that is really clean and simple, but also kind of cool to use that it'll be uh, slick and sticky. Apple missed its numbers for the first time in a long while. But it now has over 2 billion active devices for the first time, and investors didn't seem to mind too much, perhaps due to Cook doing a good job of reassuring people that this was because of the supply chain issue in China. And uh, I'm sure he didn't say we're trying to get out of there, but something like that. I feel like uh, if everyone knows it's a blip and everyone knows the fundamentals are strong, they won't get rattled, and it looks like that's the case. MetaView is an automatic note-taking service. It's, uh, I think, not sure if this one's GPT-based, but definitely AI-based. There's a bunch of these popping up now, and I, I'm really happy to see it. I think the most important feature, though, is not so much capturing everything, but knowing what the most important things are, and then highlighting and prioritizing those things. That's where you could really benefit from something like GPT, where you could teach the service what you care about. And that, that's alluding to the previous article. You could just be like, we are this type of company, we care about these types of things. Now, when it takes notes, it could prioritize things that are related to that. Or what if you teach it what your goals are or your OKRs, right? So when you're taking notes or when it's taking notes, it could then prioritize those things and extract content that's related to them. Yeah, I really look forward to having this running all the time, like not in personal conversations, but in like watching YouTube videos, because I want to be able to extract that content and, and learn from it and create summaries. All right, few tools here in technology. YQ, a lightweight and portable command line YAML, JSON, and XML processor written in Go. Works like JQ, but works with YAML, JSON, XML, properties, CSV, and TSV. Never heard of TSV, but this is really cool. Next one here is called Chatbase. Build an AI-based chatbot trained on your own data. Kind of similar to the previous one. GPT-Ed. Use GPT-3 as a proofreader. Super cool, but it asks you for your API key. So don't like going to random people's websites and pasting in my API keys. But uh, I don't know, worth making an extra API key and a throwaway one and just trying it out. The UI is really nice. And here's the good news. If you like anything about what anyone is making with UI or any useful tool that they're making with GPT, it's about to be an entire company and a product and it's about to be a hundred times more awesome than the MVP that you're seeing. So I'm really excited about that. 
and OpenAI is looking for security engineer and detection and response. Salary goes up to $370,000 a year, plus great equity and benefits. And they'd love to hear from underrepresented groups. So if that is you or interests you, you should check it out. Got a link in the newsletter to apply. All right, next section, humans. MDMA and psilocybin have been approved as medicines for the first time, comma, in Australia. So let's go U.S. We need to catch up. Shell just posted its highest annual profit ever at $40 billion, and that's profit, not revenue. The U.S. added 517,000 jobs in January, and we were expecting 187,000. So what is that? Three times almost? Two and a half times? And this news crashed stocks initially because it increases the chance of raising interest rates. Got a wonderful blog post here praising the 90s by Freddie DeBoer. And I'm not sure what he called it, but it was something like, it sucks to be nostalgic, but I'm nostalgic for the 90s. Something like that. And then using that, I um, created a whole blog post, GBT-based, with a really cool prompt to summarize why the 90s were awesome. And I've got that link later on here. And next story here, I hired five people to sit behind me and make me productive for a month. This is a really cool walkthrough. The anxious style of American parenting. This was fantastic. I read this uh, over the weekend and uh, seemed to resonate. I'm not a parent though. Don't feel like an expert. But uh, if you are a parent, you probably will like it. A few stats here. Indian fertility has fallen to 2.0, which is below the replacement level of 2.1 for the first time ever. U.S. credit card debt jumped 19% and hit $931 billion. Getting close to that T number. And 39% of the U.S. workforce was freelance in 2022. Ideas and analysis. How I think about where to store my data quick Twitter mini blog and how I think about which companies I trust my data with. What made the 90s so awesome? This is the one I just talked about. This thing is fantastic. It's like five bullet points. It's like 15 sections, 10 or 15 sections. So just tons of content. And uh, yeah, by the end of it, you're like, wow, the 90s were really pretty amazing. Notes. So I did this episode uh, in a bit of a different way. I integrated the discovery content into the top three sections of the newsletter, and I renamed them security technology and humans, as opposed to putting news behind all three of those. Not too much of a change, but it simplifies the structure a bit and elevates the content in discovery up into the main sections, which I like. So tell me what you think about the difference, if you even noticed. Well, I guess you wouldn't because discovery normally comes after this section, so. Anyway, the other sections were probably longer. Maybe you could tell that. And don't forget, I'm giving away a pair of AirPods Pro 2 to whoever gets the most newsletter referrals. And that drawing is on the 28th of February. And this week's UL Book Club book, Whole Brain Living, is absolutely unreal. I'm already planning the summary for this thing, and I'm like halfway done, and I can't wait for Book Club this month. This book, and I tweeted about this, I think it might be one of the most important books in this field of uh, neuroscience and psychology in like the last 50 years. I honestly think it's going to be that big of a book if it stands up to peer review, because the claims in here are just insane. I mean, she's basically talking about, and by the way, this is by the woman who, um, 
did the TED Talk, A Stroke of Insight. And this is her last book. By the way, she's in her 80s and just brilliant and sharp and quick, just uh, highly impressive. It's like, am I supposed to get a stroke so I can be this smart when I'm in my 80s? What is going on here? Anyway, highly, highly recommend this book. It's called The Whole Brain Living. Not The Whole Brain Living. Whole Brain Living. And recommendation of the week. Find tasks to delegate and quality people to handle those tasks. I'm convinced that this is the primary superpower of an effective entity. Ideas mean nothing without execution, and competent people can only do so much by themselves. If you look at anyone who's effective in big business or as a solopreneur, they tend to have highly competent champions over key areas. So you need to find that for yourself. Whether you're hiring somebody to take things on for you like an actual full-time employee or you're using one of the many assistant services that are out there, you know, that depends on you and your tasks. But make absolutely sure you're not spending too much time every day doing things that sap your critical few hours of daily creative work. And the aphorism for the week, success is dangerous. One begins to copy oneself. And to copy oneself is more dangerous than to copy others. It leads to sterility. Success is dangerous. One begins to copy oneself, and to copy oneself is more dangerous than to copy others. It leads to sterility. Pablo Picasso. Unsupervised Learning is produced and edited by Daniel Meisler on a Neumann U87 AI microphone using Hindenburg. Intro and outro music is by Zombie with a Y. And to get the text and links from this episode, sign up for the newsletter version of the show at danielmeisler.com newsletter. We'll see you next time.